Hi, I am Don. And I am Bo. And this will be our third Xenogears podcast. Third of how many? I don't 573. Know. Probably. <laughs> uh, this is our second. Hopefully. This is our second time using actual notes uh, that I've written up after uh, watching uh, old playthroughs, and it, screenshots. It, it's like worked that. really well, the yeah. notes. I will be fighting harder to get my quips in, but uh, I get as lost in Dawn as you it's, guys it, do. Trust like, me. The thing is, like this game jumps around so much to random bullshit you don't know about. And, and so many things don't mean anything until later. Yeah. So many so things. It's important to talk about um, them, even though it's not really narratively. There's pleasing. almost <laughs> there's almost so much narrative uh, 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 utility in every scene that I'm still trying to figure out what the shower not working means. Yeah. <laughs> like, it Man, had to have meant something. I just made the shit joke. <laughs> You're like, covered in shit. You can't shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, oh, thank God we have these little clips. I have, I, I have. I'm really glad I made the, enough the life choices that brought me on a collision course with these little clips to keep my papers ba- bound. Uh, my mother's crazy about them. I know she has a drawer. It's full amazing. Of them. I, I, and I steal so many from work. <laughs> I'll return them. <laughs> Damn it! Someone from work is listening. <laughs> Look, you know. We can recycle. Yeah, yeah, click subscribe. This is recycled papers. When the Xeno Gears podcast is in on the podcast, the paper is going right back into recycling, <laughs> even though China isn't accepting it anymore for very, probably for good reason. <laughs> anyway, assuming they're not all dead from coronavirus by the time this is over. So anyway, last time uh, you got shot down again mm-hmm. by Bart again, mm-hmm. and Bart got hit on the head with wreckage again. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, he needs to learn better than to do that. Yeah, this is. I'm sensing a pattern. I mean, how good can his aim be? He's only got one fucking eye. That's, well, that's probably why he has one eye. <laughs> we don't know much about his life beforehand, honestly. <laughs> uh, we know Sigurd probably took something for him at some point. Right. Anyway, uh, mean, meanwhile, while all that was happening, Ramses and Miang are on a Solarian ship, wondering what the hell this gatekeeper tech is. They're getting on their monitors because... You shouldn't see too much of that. I think this is the first mention of the gatekeepers. Gatekeeper tech, yes. Yes, uh, I have that capitalized because they seem to emphasize it. Did you underline it? Yeah. <laughs> and there's asterisks. There's a um, Obama and Soros with like threads. How deep does the conspiracy go? Why am I not getting girlfriends? I don't know. Probably Obama. Um, more yep. likely Soros, really. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, Soros yeah. is in charge of the department of keeping girlfriends away from you. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Obama lowers your taxes, but actually makes them bigger. And Obama makes the money off of the anime it's, tariffs because you have to watch either. more anime when you yeah. have a girlfriend. I remember <laughs> Damn that. Damn it, we cracked the code. Damn it, yeah. we need to, don't air this one. We'll die if you air this one. Yeah, this yeah. is suicidal ideations. <laughs> and I, I, anyway, that gatekeeper tech it wasn't from Shabbat. So the Solarians <coughs> know about this Shabbat place that the wise man told Faye about last time because yes. his dad is from there. Apparently, they spent four years in Shabbat together. Uh, college, 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 college. They, um, uh, wonder, 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 wonder if they still play guitar in the quad. Oh, you know, I hope so. They, uh, I, I just like to think that there's always something. That's always, that's just one thing that'll always stay the same. Yeah. Anyway, they uh, through fortunately through mathematics they deduce this thing didn't come from Shabbat, so it was probably from Kislev. It, it's a relatively small gatekeeper tech, so it's probably those you know primitive, low-IQ lambs. I mean, this is just FBI crime statistics, guys. It's right. not our fault. We're not racist. <laughs> lambs just can't build big gatekeeper tech. 
It's not any uh, systemic issue relating to long-spanning <laughs> events, possibly back to the genesis of the Earth itself. Uh, no, no, it's just uh, Kislev. Why aren't they all dead, by the way? <laughs> Didn't we tell them to die? <laughs> See, they're not law. They're lawbreakers. They're lawless. We, lawless. We passed an ordinance by unanimous vote on a first reading by Robert's Rules of Order. <laughs> they should be dead and buried. And yet they persist. <sighs> the purge was not successful, guys. We put, man, we put our goobers in it. We put those no-name you people. You know what the problem was? We put a woman in charge of the goobers. That's, That's what it is. That's and, what it is. And then All we also apart. put one of Ramses's crew on it, who is also a girl. Oh. Uh, Dominia. Yeah. <laughs> Dominia over what? I don't know. <laughs> over the kitchen, right? <laughs> don't say that about Ramses. He gets oddly liberal when you talk about people he actually cares about. <laughs> He's got a lot of gay friends, he's, so you know what yeah. the SJW's got to ram. <laughs> oh, he's fine. He's 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 a, hey he he kills a lot of foreigners. He kills foreigners. Oh, that's Does true. That good. That's true. He's our troops. Support our troops. Support the troops. Stands for the flag. I have gay friends, so I'm not a bigot. Stand for I the flag. I just don't care if they die. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lift a finger to help anyone. I don't actually know. That's because Ramses is a bit of a dick, but he will get better eventually. So uh, the, the gatekeeper tech, they gatekeeper don't tech. identify it, but they dismiss it. And Probably just one of them kids love boys. And this gatekeeper tech, it was, in fact, the ship that just crashed into the ocean. <laughs> that, uh, again, which you were riding along with Saiten, Hammer, Which was kids love's shiny new toy. Yeah. So that They made themselves big boy pants. Yep. And, and meanwhile, while then Ramses and Miang are having this little talk on a Solarian battleship, Groff just manifests in the middle of the bridge, <laughs> and he starts flipping the light switch upside down for dramatic effect. <laughs> Power! I'll never return! Power! <laughs> <sighs> and he tells Ramses in a very trolly voice, the demon of Elru who caused you so much pain and misery is on his way to Akuvi. In the sense that a kamikaze pilot is on his way to the Pacific. <laughs> Ramses immediately orders an attack on the remnants of this Kislev ship. Miang, however, says, maybe not. And the gazelle ministry is very, very angry. So Groff and Miang go off into a hallway and start discussing proper nouns, shackles, and favors. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <coughs> I'm sure it but will But it will some someday. Point. Uh, yeah, uh, just a whole lot of proper nouns. So uh, to give a, I guess, um, hey, there's some uh, cardboard. Do you know of the cardboard? <laughs> yes, the hammer. But by, by the way, um, I will say this much about uh, Xenogears. It is extremely cryptic all the way up to the end, but the end is surprise. There's a lot of it's surprising very, oh, clarity. Oh, yeah, it, it makes a lot more sense than it should. It, it, and so it, it, it does. Oh, cardboard. It does divorce itself. The <laughs> hammer. The hammer. He's your bro. Right. Oh, ah, it, it was all there. So it does divorce itself from Ava in that sense where Ava never makes any sense because it's not supposed to. Yeah, but, but it's, it's yeah. like going to a mechanic and, ask, and asking, like, you want you want it in, like, baby layman's terms, what's wrong with your car, but he just keeps saying carburetor. Right, and you don't know what a carburetor uh, is. Yes, alternator. The, uh, oh, is is yes. the alternator wrong? No. Carburetor. Catalytic converter. Carburetor. That's another car part. Carbur uh, the car what? So I need a new carburetor. Carburetor. <laughs> <laughs> Nano machine. <laughs> the power. <laughs> power favors. <laughs> Chains. 
Yes, I'm sure you know about this auto shop's ass, grass, or cash policy. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody ever gotten it for free. I want power. <laughs> what do you want out of this car? More power. Now it's Tim. I oh, my God. Graph is Tim Allen. Is. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing at Wiseman as Al Borland. <laughs> Why? It works. Uh, so Emperor Kane shows up, and he tells the Wilson, gazelle. of course. Yeah, Wilson, Emperor <laughs> Kane. He just peeks over his little uh, fence and says, he Feminism isn't so bad, Tim, <laughs> but it kind of is. <laughs> This is the 90s. I'm only wanting to go so far. Right. Uh, tells <laughs> And Emperor Kane tells the gazelle, the gazelle ministry, who mm. live on their little televisions, mm. because they're boomers, and they always watch television. <laughs> uh, they t- he says, hey, the ethos has been holding out on us. They've got the secrets of nanomachines. And the Kane ancient, is telling the gazelle this. Yeah, he's, tell- he's saying they've got nanomachines in the ancient sunken city of Zeboim in the Akavi region. Which is where Faye is heading. And this is where a lot of proper nouns get thrown about. But you do get the gist of it. Emperor Kane has different priorities from the gazelle. Yes. He says, nanomachines, very important. Gazelle says, we don't need nanomachines. Nanomachines? Nanomachines. I drink from a garden We have have clean, beautiful coal, so (laughs) we don't need nanomachines. (laughs) Hit the tally marker, folks. Don mentioned coal again. I really want our one of our first T-shirts to just say like Don hates that coal. I, hey, I love coal. I think coal is too valuable to burn. <laughs> Did you know that you can use coal ash to make statues? Terrible <laughs> statues. They won't stand test, test, but they're cool. The shiny black sheen, and yet we're just wasting it, throwing it into the atmosphere for no reason. Uh, it's not even economical anymore. I don't understand it. You got perfect artistic value here. Uh, anyway, Ellie. And Faye, back in the game. They're on a floating piece of that plane. Uh, actually, Ellie is. She just wakes up, and she's looking around for Faye. Faye scares her by leaping enthusiastically from below <laughs> deck and saying, hey, you're awake. I love that there's oh. this huge traumatic moment that just happened, and Faye's and just now like, gosh, Ellie, we get so much time to hang out. <laughs> yeah, now it's like the, after the first date, and they're actually going steady. <laughs> and they're really starting to be like, okay, this is what you're in for in this relationship. Right. We both need to figure this out. Ellie? Ellie, I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to be jumping up and down quite a bit. <laughs> I wake up at 11 a.m., shit with the door open. You're just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> That's not too far from the case. Uh, so after two di- so he says, okay, I, I, was, I wasn't just jumping up and down for no reason. I was jumping up and down to figure out how much food we have. We've got about two days' worth. So I'm going to catch some fish, which is surprisingly practical. He, right. doesn't, he doesn't have a shoelace or anything, so he's going to catch fish using kung fu. Which is what he knows. Which is fair. Goku uses his tail. And to be fair, he's been kicking sand sharks to death for most of the game. <laughs> I don't see why sea sharks should be any different. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Hammer, Rico, and Saiten have been rescued by Bart on his submarine. And Saiten realizes that Hammer and Rico don't actually know anyone here. So he's doing some introductions. Uh, Rico hears pirates and he's pretty much on board. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Hell yeah, brother! You know, I was I I, I was afraid of leaving my hometown because I thought the world wouldn't you know have a place for me. But there's pirates running around. Fuck. Rico is the uh, redneck of yeah. the party. Yeah, oh, he is. Yeah, and uh, like he really hits it off with Bart. In fact, he's like, yeah, this guy's cool. He's got an eye patch. He's a robber in this day and age. Well, 
Oh, uh, and Bart's jacket is hella cool. That's true. Yeah, it's hella he's cool. Got na- he's got beer and missiles named after him. That's what I want. Oh, yeah, the Bartweisers? Yeah, Bartweiser, Bart missiles. <laughs> anyway, he's a little bit... Um, this relationship gets off to a little bit of a rocky start when Bart apologizes for shooting them down, which leads to a fade-out shot of Rico jumping into Bart's face. Uh, so I guess you can go ahead and tally the large objects landing on Bart <laughs> two, three for the game. <laughs> it's going to rise, too. Yeah. Uh, back to Ellie and Faye. Ellie realizes that their gear are intact and floating, but they're under the ship and inaccessible, so they can't get out through them using them. Faye, however, has his priorities on fish. fish. He is very angry at a specific fish that keeps jumping up and down in a GIF image in front of him. And to uh, quote Faye, it's trying to make me look like a fool. Hey, you know what? Born born to fish, forced to work. You know what I'm saying, brother? <laughs> Women want me, fish fear me. <laughs> God damn it. That's so good. I love it. I want I that hat. I, want, I, I saw that hat in the gas station. I was. I oh, want, you. I wanted a quarter pounder. I didn't. <sighs> I, I I made I, you know life is full of these little tragedies. I would have bought it. I would have bought it. Yeah, I would have gone hungry. I needed. I I didn't, yeah. need, I didn't need that quarter pounder. I needed that hat. What gas uh, station was it? I don't know. Circle S probably. Okay, I'm going there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, anyway, Ellie asks Faye if he really wants to eat this fish. Do you really want to catch this fish just to eat it, Faye? And he's like, What? No, I'm gonna catch it and teach it to fiddle. Of course, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> By the way, this is like the the best mood. We've ever seen Faye in yeah. since uh, the night Lahan burned. He's actually he's joking around. He's got like it's like a life threatening situation will often do. It, everything else fades away. You just need to survive, and if you don't break down, you rise to the occasion. Yeah. So um, he immediately does finally kick this fish out of the water and out of the deck, and he just goes at it. He's like, "Okay, I just need to find a way to cook this thing now." And um, then he looks up and he sees a UFO again, the same one from the desert, mm-hmm. all back in episode one. Right. <laughs> and Ellie says, hey, that's Shavat, which is convenient. <laughs> I just heard about that. Mm-hmm. That's very, actually very relevant because my dad apparently has some connection to it. And Ellie says, okay, let me fill you in on the exposition. It's a country outside of Solaris's reach. It flies. Bart and Rico are um, patching things up back on the Yggdrasil. Saiten says that Shavat is out and about, and they probably have something to do with this submarine and a lot of other ancient tech in Ave. So exposition's just getting thrown around like that. Faye is back on the uh, drift driftwood, and he's coming to terms with uh, Ellie, and he's kind of calmed down a little bit, like, you know, I've just been drifting, and not just on the ocean. I, I, I've just been jumping by circumstance, from fight to fight, and I want to have more agency in my life, which is actually really good. It's really cool. The character, character development in this game is just amazing. Like everyone feels like a real person. And Ellie starts to like try to help him up. Like, hey, like, look, you've done a lot to help. That you was... taught me the genocide was bad. Yeah, and <laughs> I had no idea. I, you could have just egg on my face. You've been you've been killing people by the thousands, Faye. You could have just killed me, but you helped me. That's fine. <laughs> that was that was agency. And also, Faye got incredibly sick from eating that fish. So shitting with the door open <laughs> is probably 
get a little close to the mark. <laughs> Ellie, however, realizes that he needs calories after uh, losing them all. So he, she gives Faye an emergency ration, and he, he doesn't like the emergency ration because it's not there for taste. It's there to give you calories. Yes. <laughs> But it's like, it, it's dry. Calorie Mate from uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. It's dry, it's crumbly, it looks like a cookie, but it's a lie. I I hate saying it. <laughs> 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 uh, so, Faye and Illy, things are looking a little bleak. They're drifting out to sea, but they're picked up by some scavengers on a big ship called the J- the, the Thames. Because I'm not English. The Thames. I mean, that, I, wow. I, I, <laughs> just, woo. The James, the Thames, whatever. Hey, Bre- after Brexit, England doesn't matter anymore. I could see whatever I want. <laughs> We're the lords of English now. <laughs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to appeal to the EU about it? <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you got Is that like, over? Wh- are they out? Uh, uh, no, they got about a year of oh. paperwork. <sighs> Hope they enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope you <laughs> I know all about that. Anyway, uh, they meet the captain. Best character in the game. Best character in the game. Best character. Men. Best character of the, the sea. <laughs> and he's doing dramatic poses on oh, each and every word. Yes. Oh, Wait, it's Waiting fantastic. for the camera to focus so he can see you can see his dialogue. Um, Cody, I know you're listening, and I know this is your favorite video game character of all time. He is a peg-legged walrus. Oh my god. A pipe with a beard. Um and uh, what's his name? I just call him the captain. Uh, I don't remember his name. I don't know that the game identifies as him anything more than He's the captain. He's the captain. Uh, captain for Smash? Captain for Smash. Captain for Smash. Uh, he explains that he is currently on a contracting job for Ethos. There is a big salvage op on this ocean floor, and he's lending help. By the way, Ethos, uh, a real quick thing about Ethos, the conversation between Kane and uh, Gazelle Ethos is holding out on us. So Ethos holding out on them, it kind of implies... There's a relationship. Well, that not only there's a relationship, but that even Solaris, this this society that views themselves above all things on this world, Mm -hmm. still answers to some organization in some way. Mm -hmm. (coughs) So even even if Ethos is uh, contractually subordinate, even if that's the case, which we don't know yet, Mm -hmm. it still holds some power... Because remember, at the very beginning of the game, we're told that all this tech that gets distributed everywhere... It's Ethos. Ethos is doing it. They're the, the, Ethos is uh, ground zero for uh, this tech. So I'm sorry, so, I just wanted to yeah. state that real so quick. So we're about to get into more exposition on them, but yep, basically you're just a guest of the captain. And you know what? There's good. That's, there, there are worse places to be. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they... Um, and he really likes you guys. Yeah. He really likes you guys. He's pleased as punch to have some guests. <laughs> absolutely. He's just having a gay old time. Meanwhile, Dominia and another member of the Element Sentai group, uh, all girls, all fiercely devoted to Ramses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hanging They're his out. harem. Yep. <laughs> they're his anime he's, harem. Yeah, he's, he's having his own anime adventure right now. Man. They're hanging out in a submersible gear, ready to strike at uh, the BART uh, crew, submarine. And Ellie is alarmed. Meanwhile, cut back to Ellie. Faye is eating everything. Which is his, as he is wont to do. If mm-hmm. he's in Sa- Sa- Saiten's house, he eats everything. He is the uh, main character of a uh, Japanese narrative. Yeah. He's and, hungry. Yep. <laughs> and the captain is not perturbed by this at all. Ellie says, Faye, you shouldn't eat so much. You've just had a terrible food poisoning from eating a unidentified fish. 
And then the cat's like, men have courage and have appetites <laughs> because we are men of, of the sea. sea. <laughs> I want to do that on a boat in the Ohio River. I can't, dude. We are men of the sea. (laughs) Right outside. Oh, just cruise along French Island Marina. Like, (laughs) wave at the people doing drugs along the shore. (laughs) Men. (laughs) Men have appetites. And habits. (laughs) (laughs) Spencer County Tourism Commission signing up. (laughs) Is French Island Marina in Spencer? Yeah, it's right. Oh. Warwick County, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's the border. The border. Yeah. It's the border. Yeah, there's no wall. So, I mean, it you know, might as well yeah. be Spencer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, Yggdrasil shows up at the the Thames, and they're in the middle of a fight with Dominia and her friend. I can't remember her name. There is a reunion of sorts between Faye and Bart, because while Bart is fighting the elements, Faye and Ellie immediately go to help. And the captain's like, hell yeah, sea battle because men of the sea fight on the sea. And <laughs> giant robots. Do, 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 cool. do, 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 do. Like the captain is the one person in this setting who realizes he's in an anime and he's just loving every minute of it. <laughs> Dude, get in your giant robots and have a big battle on the ocean. There's, there's pirates. <laughs> They're fighting a giant robot submarine. Get the fuck out there and punch. <laughs> Men of the sea. <laughs> men of the sea. Because men of the sea have courage and appetites. So there's a reunion. There's like the whole Faye and Bart, like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> With the robot. <laughs> hey, old Bart, I thought you'd get prettier next time I seen you. Uh, unfortunately, when you defeat Dominia, they kidnap Ellie by just kind of like taking her by the hand. Like, you're coming home, Missy. <laughs> oh, God, she got grounded. Oh, that's that's a bummer. damn it, damn it. We just got her in the party. I just bought everything for her gear. Oh, oh, that's that that sucks. Sucks. It sucks. I, I mean, it's like when you buy everything for sight and he just refuses to show up because he's gotta go yeah, tell. He, he, I've got things. People that they have to run from I, fire. I, I got fire burn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I also have to commune with the spirits and the uh, te- televisions and the emperors. It's, I'm a busy man, Faye. Uh, Isn't Saiten's weapon in the game swords? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you unlock that act- later in the game, actually. Yeah. Anyway. Because for now, he's just doing kung fu like Faye. Yeah. Yeah. He's very strong. Very good at it. Yeah. Med school. Um, <laughs> so, lacking anything better to do, Faye's like, okay, I just lost Ellie. I'm a little bit perturbed by this, but hell, my friends are back, so... You know, Yggdrasil is just taking some damage in this battle. So, you know, there's this long, drawn-out docking sequence. And like every docking sequence in anything ever, it's an elaborate sex scene. (laughs) Understated. You know, Dr. Strangelove begins with a romantic song of a plane refueling. Right, right. (laughs) It's very suggestive. And if you think I am just being pervy here, let me just uh, read you my notes on exactly what this scene how the scene plays out. The Yggdrasil's long steel shaft proceeds to slowly couple with the yearning folds of the Thames dock for repairs. <laughs> and I, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I think this was intentional because Faye and Ellie have just been separated again. Um, Understated and brilliant Xenogears. The, uh... <laughs> Well, um, it's really big Actually, on the uh, direction in this game is a fa- phenomenal. It's really big <laughs> on a Fro- on a Freudian and Jungian psychology. Oh, so, oh god, yeah. yeah. Uh, is it Jung or Jung or? It's German. It's German. <laughs> that 
Is it young? Um, I don't know. It sounds kind of old to me. Because he wrote it a long time ago, you know. Anyway, back the, to Jaeger bombs. All right. Because the, the captain now has a pirate friend. Do you uh, have... Uh, hey, dude. Everything's coming up, Captain. Dude. Dude, this is the best day of his life. Oh, my God. He's finally living in the fan fiction he's been writing yeah. the whole time. This is like uh, your, your eight years old Sonic comes to your birthday party and beats up your dad. <laughs> no, Shadow shows up. Shadow shows up and beats up your stepdad. Okay. Have you, do, did you remember that something awful... Uh, Photoshop Friday of the big dog shirts. Oh, yes. <laughs> My favorite one, the one that I will occasionally remember at midnight mass for Christmas Eve in church and laugh. <laughs> Suppressed laughter. It's, uh, look, look, Jeff, you may be my stepdad, but you keep your paws off my manga. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sensible chuckles at church. <laughs> okay. We have fun here. So, we yeah, have fun here. Faye and Barter having fun. They're throwing a few fake punches, but <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we both messed up that whole Ave recapturing thing. That was what we were trying to do, right? <laughs> and then, like, they're just glad to see each other. Bart notes that he got creamed by this monster red gear. So this brings Faye's mood down a bit. And Faye also is really worried about Ellie. For good reason, because she's being slapped around by Dominion. <laughs> being called a traitor, Miang shows up and she plays good cop. Then she does something a good cop should never do and uses white mind control on her. Which is a problem in our society. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, that... Yeah, I mean, y- technically it's illegal, but you have to enforce the law against the cops, and we don't do that, so yeah, the mind yeah, control. Yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. And uh, Miang shows up and tells Ramses that Faye is on the Thames. And Ramses predictably changed course now, but Miang actually manages to talk him out of it. She has a better idea. Ellie slips out in her gear. Bart and the captain are telling awesome stories of their adventures and doing synchronized men of the sea dances at the bar. Because of course they are. Because of course they are. <laughs> the captain is angry that Ellie shows up <laughs> because she interrupted their stories. And everyone is a little bit, you know, like, hey, How'd you get away? Oh, I escaped. Okay. She's totally normal, guys. Yeah. Like, she has no emotions. She's just kind of like, yes, escape, fire, bad, <laughs> water, bad. Bart looks into her eyes and says, yeah, she's probably not a traitor. I, I, she doesn't have the eyes of a traitor, guys. Is Titan, uh, bat? Is Titan present? I can't remember. I don't think so. He, he, he's around. Yeah. but He's kind of like Gandalf in The Hobbit. Yeah. I, no, Big yeah. Joe's here. That's right. Yeah, Big I forgot Joe's Big here. Joe is here. He's on the ship. And he didn't actually swindle you. He, uh, if you go back to that place later, there's like a jukebox with all the game's soundtrack because it's the 90s and YouTube, YouTube doesn't exist. Right. So it's cool. So uh, Big Joe's on the ship for some reason. I can't remember what he does. Ellie goes missing. She turns, uh, turns out she's in the engine room and doing something absentmindedly on the computer and sabotaging something. Faye catches her as she comes to and realizes where she is and faints. Bart insists that he saw this coming. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man, I, I told you. I knew Hold it. on, I'm going to crack open a Bartweiser here while I'm talking at I you. Knew. Listen, buddy. I knew she was no good. <laughs> I knew she was no good, man. I told you from the get-go. Now our submarine has problems. Ill-defined problems. <laughs> uh, Saiten shows up and says, uh, yeah, uh, I was, yeah, this, this is, um, she, she was, she's not a traitor, guys. She was hypnotized. I'm a med school. <laughs> 
<laughs> so wait, so you knew she was hypnotized from the minute you saw her? Oh yeah, it was dead ringer. <laughs> I, I love it. it. I love it. So why didn't you stop her? Well, that might have been dangerous. So I was going. You don't wake a sleepwalker. Yeah, you I, don't wake a sleepwalker. I was going to wait until the proper time after she destroyed <laughs> everything. <laughs> because remember, it was not sight and stopping her. Yep. I stopped her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. By the way, okay, so the Yggdrasil is in a bad state, and it's also now under attack by Ramses and um, Dominia. Saiten insists that he cannot take the party's strongest gear out to help. Because, <laughs> actually, I don't have a note on why Saiten can't Because it's bullshit anyway. Yeah. So he refuses. Right? He's busy. He, he, oh, he's, he, he can't. He just can't do it. <laughs> Tot. <laughs> Can't. Tot. My tummy. Med school. Med <laughs> school. Uh, anyway. So, He's got glasses yeah. on. Ramses shows up, points to Faye, and dramatically says, Ha! Ah, my arch rifle! <laughs> Faye's, who are you exactly? <laughs> and like he's, it's like he's just annoyed. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Because up until this point, Faye doesn't really have a whole lot of direct... <laughs> talking right. with Ramses, but Ramses, he's like, like Faye's just like an old face to him. Like he, he talks to Faye, like, "Hey, where's your other deer? It's blue and it's blue in season." <laughs> Bart's just having fun, like, like he's just joshing on Faye, like, "Hey, I think Mister Popped Collar over here has a hard on for you, there, Faye." <laughs> like, man, I tell you what, man, if Ellie don't work out, this old boy seems to be real interested. I tell you what, Faye. <laughs> Dang up, man. Unfortunately, Faye makes the crippling decision to enter a cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> because now, after beating the shit out of Ramses, Ramses punches him once. His, his cockpit breaks underwater, and there's flooding, and he almost drowns. They get him back to the Thames as Ramses is running away. Remarkably, Faye doesn't wake up in a prison. <laughs> this is... It's unprecedented, really. I, honestly, I mean, yeah, you got to look for the silver lining here. He's on life support. <laughs> the theme suggests, okay, we, we don't have the facilities to treat whatever it is. We don't Cutscene injury, he needs something bigger <laughs> than just a ship medic. And Saiten, I don't really trust him. He might wait until he's dead to try it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the captain says, you know, you could take, her to, take him to Athos HQ Memorial. Uh, because they have the best hospitals on the planet that we know of, anyway. And Ellie immediately says, we're going. Like, she is very, very forceful about protecting Faye at this point. And Bart and Margie, despite being ardent supporters of the Nassan sect, are okay with it. They, they got Margie's good. there? Yeah, Margie is there. I think she was on the... She was on the uh, you'd, you'd just oh, okay, thing. okay, okay. And, it, you know, just because everything's coming up the part, uh, you know, just because it's plot convenience, uh, Etoners from Ethos, which sounds a lot like Etoners for some reason, mm. <laughs> mm. they're coming for a special mission to the Thames anyway. So you can just ask them. Okay, that's convenient. The Etoners are coming to cleanse the area of wells and mutants and like zombie creatures that are running around. And a white haired cowboy named Jesse just kind of shows up. Is his name Jesse? I think it's Jesse. Old guy with a big oh, long rifle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's going to be other guys with guns. Yeah. Uh, Saiten immediately recognizes him. 
Jesse calls Saiten Hayuga. Okay, that's fine. He, uh, Jesse has a daughter who is mute because zombies ate her mother in front of her. Okay. That's mm-hmm. that's fair he enough. also has a son who is apparently... Cu- who, he also has a son named Billy, and he is on his way because he's got some pussy-ass church business in the area. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse does not like ethos at all. He's like... He's like the um, 13-year-old atheist idea of a cool atheist oh, yeah. hanging out in a church just popping one-liners. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's very um, uh, Richard Dawkins. Yeah. 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 Uh, Billy and Jesse, like, have a terse greeting. Billy takes his church business very seriously. This is his career. He is a cowboy with six, with six shooters who fights zombies and mutants for the church. And I might have been more involved in my confirmation process if that was a job. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Billy um, is uh, like kind of accusatory of Jesse. So, what are you doing here, bringing my sister? Is, is this just? To, are you are you just here to like rag on me in public? Are you, you like be that guy? And he's like, I'm just taking I'm just taking her for a happy meal on a salvager ship <laughs> in the middle of the ocean. We just this is a com- this at is the complete, same time that Ethos shows up for a special a mission. Complete coincidence. Yeah. And Billy and Margie actually get along really well. They are like, hey, we have we belong to different religions, but that's okay. I mean, this isn't the RNC. That's fine. That doesn't seem so fucking hard. Yeah, does like, it? I'm actually kind of interested in your religion. Uh, do you also have six shooters that are specifically designed to kill mutants, and do you give them to your priests? Because th- that's why I'm not with you, but I understand. Y- you do you. Yeah. And he immediately says, oh, yeah, go to Ethos HQ. It's fine. You got, Just tell him I sent you. And tell him Billy sent you. Yeah. And conveniently, the Yggdrasil is now conveniently fixed and ready to head north towards it. So you now have the world map, but you don't have your main character. So love this game. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so apparently Saiten, when he was flying the airship, the Goliath airship, he was flying it to the ass end of nowhere when it got <laughs> shot down <laughs> because you were way far away from Ave. Now you're in a whole new part of the world. There's a huge tower visible that looks like it just shoots off into space. Um, let's see. Where else? Uh, There's also an orphanage you can visit. Billy mentioned being in charge of it. And Billy gets Faye admitted into Ethos Hospital. The church members all praise Billy. He's a good kid. But his father's an infidel, a scoundrel, a gambler, and a cheating bastard. And the party learns that Wells used to be humans before mutating. Turns out Jesse hates Ethos. Um, If that wasn't already. yeah. One thing we kind of forgot to address, Choo Choo... There's a part, there's a part very early in the game where uh, Bart and Faye meet each other and they try to get to a part of the Yggdrasil when it was still a sand cruiser and it's blocked off by Choo Choo. They th- assume it's a Furby, a toy from Margie. Yes. And then it comes alive. It's lukewarm, and it has a crush on Faye. Yes. Uh, Choo Choo, in this instance, who is still with the party, insists that they allow the party to attempt a maiden's kiss to wake Faye from his coma. They do not allow this, although Bart probably chuckles. <laughs> Billy go, man. goes off to his orphanage, and um, while Faye is in ICU, Ellie belatedly figures it would be polite to thank Billy. 
unfortunately, she forgot to do that while he was there. So they have to go to the orphanage to find Billy and yeah. personally thank him for getting him into uh, Beth Israel Church of the <laughs> Almighty Ethos. <laughs> because it's just got a great uh, cutscene drowning recovery rate. <laughs> Best doctors for it. Always. Best doctors. Always. For it. Uh, and you go to this orphanage, there's tons of orphans running around, all throwing out exposition about UFOs, picking up people, bringing them back, changed in some way. Uh, the playground is made of rusty, splintered wood and metal because it was good enough for me when I was a kid. <laughs> there's probably a garden hose that serves as their drinking, <laughs> drinking water. Full of lead. Uh, by the way, garden hoses, it, there was yeah, nothing was good it. about drinking I those. did that. I did it. And, and so it's not a boomer thing because I remember doing it all the time. And it, it has this like metallic taste to it. Yeah, it's like there's lead or shit in there. And, I that, and I don't know about you, but our garden hoses sat outside all the time. So I was always yeah, like, what crawled was, the fuck up in here? Yeah. You know? And it's always hot. So the rubber's kind of like melty yes. into it. I mean, the tap wasn't great, but you put some. Hey, it's fine. You I can still drink yeah. tap water. Like, it yeah. doesn't bother There's me. There's a lot of things you can drink as a kid you shouldn't. But <laughs> 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 anyway, like squirrels, squirts, like, squirt, the squirts, what? Squeeze its. Don't drink squeeze its. <laughs> Don't It'll do rot that. your teeth and um, it's not good. Oh, those little barrels. I have kids now. Oh. Those little barrels are fucking gross. They oh. were great when we were kids, oh. but th- drink one as an adult. I swear to God, it'll turn your stomach. I mean, I will make an exception for ecto coolers, but that's, about, that's it. Right, right. Ec- yeah. 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 So, uh, let's see. Where the hell was I? Because I got distracted on a tra- on a tangent. Uh, the orphanage. The kids are talking yes, about UFOs, yes, changing yes. people into things. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Billy says thanks aren't needed. He opened the orphanage because he and his sister did not have parents for a long time. Uh, his mom died in front of them when zombies ate them because Jesse was off doing work-related stuff. And he didn't come back for a long time, apparently. <laughs> so he was essentially an orphan who got better. <laughs> Right. <laughs> These other kids, though, there's just a lot of orphans. And he's taking care of them. He also mentions that at one point he almost sold himself bodily to get by. And it's it, it's a real gut punch because it's not something the game like highlights. Like, Billy's not really an old... He's, a, he's still a kid. Canonically 16. Yeah. Uh, Sigurd shows up into the orphanage and says he's yelling about a huge ship coming in. You don't really know what he's talking about. Billy recognizes him as Siggy. Oh, that's right. He's, see, he's seen Sigurd before yeah. as a child. Yeah. And everyone just kind of, and Jesse kind of laughs that the dude has white hair, one eye. He's not really good at hiding his identity. Right. <laughs> Bart is not really putting the pieces together. Because <laughs> he's, he's too busy slamming that back that Bart Wise was uh, giving Faye hail. Was you like, know what I'm saying, brother? That was a good night. Sigurd says Jesse was his senior when he was at Juden. Jujind, sorry. Mm-hmm. Juden. <laughs> I'm Juden. Yeah, the, Juilliard. Juilliard. Was a Juilliard. <laughs> There's no Juilliard in Solaris. <laughs> <laughs> if there was, it's gone. Uh, he was at Solaris, and, they, and Sigurd was his senior, so everyone <laughs> in the main party who knows more than they let on was at Solaris at some point. By the way... Uh, like so, we we've all been implicated, Hayuga, at this point, or Saiten, yeah. but uh, it's still not emphatically stated. Fortunately, every like uh, the main character is unconscious, and in, everyone else is distracted. And Saiten still just pretends like no one has pieced this together, yeah. or possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect he they, puts on the Groucho Marx sunglasses, <laughs> <laughs> line and sinker, <laughs> Fire. played him like a damn fiddle. <laughs> 
Another uh, person barges in, and he's a very pleasant fellow. He's an anime priest with squinty eyes. He's got his eyes pleasantly. So he's about to fight you with rock-type Pokemon, or he's evil. (laughs) Everyone's happy to see him, especially Billy, who kind of sees him as the real dad. Yeah. Because Bishop Stone, like, saw some value in him. He kind of raised him. And uh, Stone tells Billy that an ethos ship has lost contact, but it's still kind of drifting towards land. So it's probably overrun by zombies. So we're now entering a Resident Evil kind of setup here. Zombies being the wells. Yeah, wells, mutants, things Mm. like that. Okay. So Sigurd, Jesse, and Saiten are talking about how Ramses used to be really cool, but he couldn't accept that they realize that if you put a conservative Supreme Court in power, you're never going to get the things you claim to want. So maybe working with Solaris makes no fucking sense, Ramses. So Ramses, you're going to drain the swamp by taking down the SEC and deregulating (laughs) everything that... That's like, I I don't understand. Ramses, I know you're cool. You're really charismatic. You you point out that bad things are bad, but then you just make (laughs) things worse. (laughs) We're leaving. How dare you? Don't you have any idea? (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, uh, we we liked his idea of an <coughs> ideal nation, but then we realized that it, it, I mean, kind of sucks. In fact, a lot of people did. You'll find them wandering around the earth and shouting <laughs> exposition. <laughs> Billy and the party go to that big ship and they fight zombies. And then when you fight the zombies on foot, one of the zombies calls for help from its big bro, a very big bro, a gear sized bro. So you go off on you're on the deck of this ship and you've got a problem. You've got three party members, one of which is Billy, who you just got. You have two gears and one person on foot. That's never happened before. How are you gonna rectify this? Well, um, you cut to the orphanage. A lookout orphan sees a signal from Billy. <laughs> the nerd orphan in this lookout tower gives coordinates. A bunch of other orphans start relaying orders to other kids on the playground. <laughs> And the world's best episode of Recess takes place. (laughs) (laughs) A bunch of kids start jumping up and down on a seesaw. A giant uh, landing bay opens up. And a a blue mech with a gun and a cape rises slowly from the ground and launches itself towards Billy. Oh, it's fantastic. And all the kids say, yeah, I give today's launch a five out of five. 10. Right. It they, wasn't that great. Yeah. Guys, we got to work on our response time. But the uh, gear makes it to Billy, and now you have three gears to fight the big boss. So, okay. That was pretty cool. Not going to lie. Billy's got a pretty good introduction. Love Billy. Yeah. But, uh, he's a great character. Uh, unfortunately, uh, my notes in all caps from this point of the episode on, this marks the beginning of... The worst day of Billy's life, which is in direct competition with the time he saw his mom be eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, Billy is a bit... He, he's, there's a lot of bad things happening. So, everyone goes back to Ethos HQ, and everyone's dead. Because, of course, they are. <laughs> And he is just like, dude, how did this happen? Everyone I know Damn is it! dead. <laughs> I was just here. I went on a mission. I came back, and everyone's dead. It's like an RPG is starting. 
the orphanage. My personal RPG. This isn't the orphanage. This is uh, not the orphanage. HQ. Ethos HQ. HQ. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, he goes back to the Ethos HQ. Everyone's dead. Or- orphanage. Orphanage is fine. Yes. They don't have a gear. They don't need one. Those kids <laughs> have their shit handled. <laughs> Fortunately, the uh, party he's with <laughs> is very capable of sympathizing. Like Bart's, like, hey, look, kid. In the last month, I nearly drowned in quicksand twice was involved in a botched coup where I almost got shot up by, like, 50 dudes, had my base invaded by a Gebler hit squad, and that ship we're just riding on dropped on me on land. And Ellie's like, I had a botched mission resulting in a contributing destruction of a rural village, was nearly eaten by a dinosaur, committed several acts of treason before deserting the military, I had a giant bomber ship fall on me, and I had the airship I was riding in blown up by a SAM. Then I got brainwashed, and I'm pretty sure I'm a traitor. <laughs> You're r- rolling with the right crowd here, Billy. Right. So they're um, bonded by trauma. Another yeah. uh, another shout out there to Ava. A wounded priest says someone's been shooting the place up. Uh, props for pointing out that mass shootings were going to be a problem. Oh, yeah. Um, 90s. Oh, yeah. Very dark. Yeah. Very dark. Um, Japan, always ahead of the curve. But uh, um, so uh, obviously we're looking for a guy with a gun. Yep. And who? Oh Christ! Jesse Dad. owns a gun. Uh, his his shell casings are here. His shell casings, because of course he has. Did they a actually find the gun. shell case? I yeah. can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so th- they, now um, this is very good build up for drama. It's uh, very e- quickly deflated um, because the speculation about Jesse killing the church that he hates, that his son loves, uh, immediately gets thrown out the window because you catch other priests killing priests, <laughs> like a minute later. Right. A dying bishop tells Billy that we have, quote-unquote, brought God's judgment upon us. A purge is underway. Who purges? The Dark Brotherhood. True. (laughs) True. It's one of of the storylines we both love most from Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. Also Solaris. They're not very Uh, good at purging. We've seen one purge. It failed. Yep. This purge seems to be going well. All right, though. Firing on all cylinders. Yep. Uh, they, these purger, these purging priests have these peepees. Uh, <laughs> these peepees have PMs <laughs> purging mutants that are working like on a leash, and they're killing all the uh, Ethos people on land. The Pontiff, the Pope of Ethos, apparently, is eviscerated by a mutant in front of Billy, and Big Joe is in, is here in a cell. You let him out, and he runs away. So, uh, to keep this going, Billy uh, c- proceeds through his this place he's worked for most of his adult life, which is like a few years. So these are other ethos priests. E- ethos priests. Other ethos priests are killing killing ethos yes. priests. And Solaris is implicated. Yeah, uh, because you discover a huge data bank in the basement, which he didn't know was there. Saiten says this is Solarian equipment. Data includes combat data from Kislev battle tournaments, the Kislev Ave War, and reports from Bishop Shacken. Shacken is an ethos. Dun. He and someone comments that he was supposedly excommunicated before getting a new job with Ave. <laughs> That's obviously not the case because uh, he's been sending reports very recently, along with test subjects. For mutant development, because Billy is, and uh, meanwhile Billy's still trying to process the fact that he's apparently been worshiping Umbrella, Umbrella Corporation. Right. Um, 
Ellie offers a very helpful short explanation. That's not a, that's not a good enough breath. Five hundred years ago, there was a great war that occurred between Solaris and the land dwellers. It's not clear what the outcome was, but after the war, Solaris feared another land dweller revolt. So, Solaris built a gate or barrier or wall. That separates Solaris land from the rest of the world's land. The land dwellers who lived within this gate were made to dwell as separate races and were thus supervised. To carry out the actual supervision, Solaris established the ethos. The church is an agent of state power, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So the ethos is actually controlled by the Gazelle Ministry, or Solaris's highest governmental body. So yes, Ethos is really a front or a subsidiary organization working for Solaris. Excavation findings, goods, natural resources from the surface are transported to Solaris by the Ethos. This also includes human resources (laughs) or people used for manual labor, slavery, and mutant development. Uh, Basically, this here is the window between the planet's surface and Solaris in the skies above. According to these records, there's been an enormous amount of goods and people transferred to Solaris. End of the short explanation from Ellie. Saiten, however, notes that there is something called the 44th Salvage Plan in these records that is an independent project Solaris was not meant to know about. It is, however, con- and... Um, Let's see. Soler- Ethos has been attempting to take the secrets of the Zeboim c- civilization for themselves and declare independence and mastery over the land. Saiten says he's not surprised, which should be surprising to everyone <laughs> in the present. <laughs> oh, this happens all the time. This? You know that old, it's just that old song and dance, brother, you know? Like, imagine this. you're putting in your 9 to 5, and then, like, your uh, manager shows up, says, tells you to take your break in 10. By the way, there's aliens invading, uh, you know. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> figures. Figures they do that today. <laughs> they, know the, they know the food truck's got catfish burritos. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> uh, I, 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 we just got to roll with it. We uh, the, <coughs> Bart tells Billy to get a hold of himself. Sure, his faith is a lie, but whose isn't? <laughs> his faith is a lie. Every friend he's ever had is dead. You know what, kid? Hey, get, suck it up. Suck it up. They, uh, Jesse shows up and confirms that the assassins are indeed from Solaris, working for Bishop Stone, Billy's mentor and favorite father figure. Yep. An interrogation of one of the goons that you've captured leads to yet another short explanation <laughs> that I have... Preserved <laughs> in perfect detail. God, where does such a being exist? You should know by now that the ethos came about. It was an organization created by Solaris eons ago solely for the purpose of managing ignorant humans with low IQs. <laughs> you all agree with me. <laughs> and, and you all agree with me. <laughs> its doctrines are just deceptions designed to control the masses. The ethos used the two sweet fruits of faith and technology well to skillfully manipulate global affairs and people's zeal. Thus, they manipulated the ignorant masses to repeatedly continue their pointless wars. Eventually, the battle data on man and weapons gleaned from these wars were sent to Solaris itself and analyzed to aid in the ruling of the entire world. These intentionally perpetuated wars caused much psychological discord. 
But faith in God's salvation was used as a cushion to soften the blow. It was a well-thought-out system, but the choice of managers was poor. <laughs> or did you think you were acting as part of a faithful servant of God that would someday yield an answer from a great God? Sorry, that took up most of the page. You see, such a divine being just never existed. And you don't seem to realize this, but you yourself were passing judgment on sinners just as we are. Then Bishop Stone shows up and kills this monologuing man for monologuing, <laughs> giving the game away. <laughs> That's his job. <laughs> this is Bishop. And he does it well. This is Bishop Stone's monologue, which will be the end of the podcast because I can't keep doing this. The status of Bishop is merely a convenience for my activities on the world. The ethos was created as a Solaris suborganization and given the task of managing Earth dwellers. But over the years, the ethos started to set up convenient doctrines for itself. It then went on to gather the ignorant masses, created a god for them to believe in. Then the ethos went so far as to plot a separation from its creator, Solaris. So Solaris had no choice but to eliminate all who would defy our rule and raise the flag of rebellion. The ones prepared as eliminators were the E-Tone, E-Tones, the A-Toners, <laughs> the organization I established within the ethos. It had two purposes. The surface aim was to eliminate the reapers or wells that run rampant on the earth. But that's not their only purpose. Behind the scenes, we also had selected men. These were responsible for observing and eliminating any corrupt people who appeared within the ethos. You didn't have the chance to learn this since you left the ethos so early. Actually, I just never told you there was another role I wanted you to perform. Those mutants were really people. <laughs> so, uh, I think we need a little bit of a break. Billy certainly does. Oh, Billy absolutely does. He's been rode pretty hard and put up uh, wet. Uh, he, 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 yeah, he's... Not in a good place right mm -mm. now. I mm -mm. hope you are wherever you are. Wherever you are listening, I hope you're in a good place. I hope you're doing better than Billy. I hope you're doing better than Ellie. Uh, and uh, and if your faith is a lie, don't feel too bad. Uh, um, it, it, yeah. And uh, however, uh, just know that uh, your faith, you're probably going to go the rest of your life never knowing it's a lie, even if it is, because there's never going to be a moment where uh, the uh, leadership of this faith is walking around well, giving monologues. Well, monologue to your face about how thoroughly you have been uh, As much as Richard Dawkins would fucking love that, like <laughs> as much as he would, dare I say, for that I want to see Richard Dawkins like the the equivalent of a conservative meme from Richard Dawkins. Like I want to see the Marine punching a Christian <laughs> professor. If God is real, <laughs> if they if uh, if God is not real, you I uh, God damn it I how do, I don't, how how I don't know how I'd word it. Yeah, it's a little it's a little warm, but uh, Square Enix, if you do a remake of Xenogears. When it comes time to choose the voice actor for Bishop Stone, please have it in your heart to hire Richard Dawkins. <laughs> uh, um, not that I like him, I just the irony would just be. He, he, I mean, imagine like the headlines, the Twitter feeds, um, and find a part for Ben Shapiro. Sighton. <laughs> I don't know. He's around for. Sighton's very tall. Sighton's <laughs> very tall. He hangs around with well tall. <laughs> He's definitely an ethos, though. 
Oh, definitely. I, you know, he does he does that thing where he says, I'm actually not I'm actually against Trump. <laughs> you know who else is actually against Solaris? Ethos. <laughs> we'll see how well that works. All these mavericks. <laughs> and we're gonna make our own umbrella corporation. <laughs> our own assassin hit squads, our own genocidal zealots. We're gonna, and we're going to do it better. Unlike Ramses, we're going to build our ideal genocidal nation <laughs> on Earth. <laughs> Ooh, baby, don't you know? Ooh, Ooh, heaven is a Gabler is a place on Earth. <laughs> okay, uh, we're getting stupid here. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>